Welcome to the Shrink Think Podcast. I'm Aaron. And I'm Nathan. And we're both licensed professional counselors in Oregon here to bridge the gap between therapists and clients. We are your companions on your journey to build your healthcare practice, yourself, and your relationships. To get you started, we've created a free email course on our website, shrinkthink.com forward slash awesome. Just kidding. (laughs) Forward slash podcast. We've got practical steps on overcoming fear and anxiety. Hey, thank you for joining us on the Shrink Think Podcast. Disclaimer and newsflash, we are not your therapist. Welcome to the game. We are just educating you and that is it. Do not take what we're saying as a life-changing situation. Please just enjoy the program, sit back, relax, and thank you for being here. Kim Tolson. If you don't know me yet, I'm the person behind the Traveling Therapist podcast, which is part of the SciCraft network of podcasts. I am so proud to be part of this network along with Aaron and Nathan at ShrinkThink. If you haven't discovered the Traveling Therapist podcast, you can find us wherever you listen to podcasts. I'd love for you to join us as we explore the ins and outs of running a therapy practice while you travel the world. Be sure to check us out at travelingtherapist.com slash podcast for all the updates and lessons I'm learning as a traveling therapist and the adventures of other traveling therapists. Hey everyone, welcome to the Shrink Think Podcast. We are back here. And we're back! And we're back! Doing another fantastic episode. Before you finish this episode, we would love for you to head on over to wherever you're listening on this podcast. If it's Apple Podcasts, Spotify. Um, I think those are actually the only two that allow like reviews. Leave us like five stars. Yep, I would like six actually. Actually, find a star somewhere. Go to your Starbucks card and take one of the stars from there and somehow swipe it over to your other. Oh, my word. I think that'll actually, if you have an iPhone, it'll just create a folder of those two icons. So don't do that. Somehow, though, give us five star review. Let everyone know about us. Um, Share it with a friend. No, seriously. I mean, it's not like we just need bigger egos because they're already big enough. (laughs) (laughs) But they really, really like it. It's it's just that we want people to know about us. We want to spread the word. Um, I, I we really believe in the content that we're doing. We believe in um, our message, our brand, just all the the work we put into trying to prepare you for therapy, bridging that gap. So leave us a review at the podcast store for the Shrink Thing Podcast. And now let's jump in. Speaking of bridging the gap, this is a question that I ask a lot of clients when they come in. Actually, like. Probably every day I ask them. I don't like call them every day. I'm like, hey, it's me again. I mean, like every day that they come in to a session. So like every week, right? For every it's session. Let's clarify here. So every session I'm asking people when they come in, they might be talking about a story or like, oh, a lot has happened this week or whatever. And I'll ask the question, what do you need? And I think people are mostly used to it by now, but I've had a few new people in recently And it was I remember one guy was like, oh, that's a really good question. Like, what do I need? And so it was after some thinking, like, I don't really know. So I gave some examples and we're going to talk about those today. uh, Some examples of what could be helpful to think about for therapy. 
whether you're a therapist and you're wanting to know from your clients, like, what do you need from the session today so I can best help you or give you what you need to continue working on your treatment goals or help you put out this fire or work through this difficult thing that's going on? Or if you're a client, it's to really ask yourself the question, what do I need so that you can better identify your own needs? Like, as you navigate through life and through the difficulties that you're facing in therapy, what do you find are the things that are most helpful to you in keeping you regulated or giving you insight or helping you see yourself more clearly, whatever those things are. So that's kind of where the question is coming from. And we're going to unpack that on today's episode. Oh my goodness. And also on the surface, this seems really simple, right? Like, you know, it's, you, you know, you might've looked at the episode and uh, you saw, what did you need or whatever? I don't know. I'm not sure we're going to title it. You're like, well, I don't know what I need. Click. <laughs> you know? I know one thing you need to listen to this episode. <laughs> so what I'm going to encourage you to do is as we're talking, kind of actually mull, mull over that. Because on the one hand, um, I would say most people actually, we don't think like that. We just don't. I mean, on the surface, it's just, it's just a few words and it makes total sense. And, it, and you understand all of those words very well. Put them together and you probably mostly don't answer that question. And you probably don't even know what you need because we don't think in those terms. We kind of um, operate very subconsciously in that whole arena. The other thing in therapy, like the question I asked Aaron, because we were talking about this last night is, okay, so if a patient or a client already has established goals and you're going to ask a, like a, what do you need question? And there's therapists out there that might be thinking like, hey, I already know what he needs because, because he told me. It's on me. the treatment plan. Like, yeah. There's no question. I'm not asking that. We're not going to derail our goals. We got to stay on track, brother. You know, like the idea behind that would be that it opens up that some, sometimes people just come in and they have uh, different things going on in the day and they might not think that they can talk about anything else. But there's so much pressure psychologically or whatever that's going on that they're going to have difficulty talking about what, what their goals are, what their, whatever their, the thing that you're working on in the treatment plan is. So it makes sense to somehow stir the pot a little bit in the beginning or give them the ability to maybe go somewhere they need to go. Yeah, just to kind of, I guess, make it a little bit clearer so you can get your feet wet in this and see what it might look and feel like. It's like you're in the middle of a situation that's going on Maybe there's like layoffs at your job. There's a bunch of stuff going on and you're like, oh, I I don't know. Am am I going to be laid off? What's going to happen? I don't have my resume updated or whatever. There's just, you know, a lot of excitement and stress that's happening. And maybe there's like a meeting, uh, an emergency meeting that's being called and you're invite only part of your team is being invited and you're one of those people. Or if you're not, you're like, why wasn't I invited? Wait, (laughs) do I want to be a part of this meeting? I don't know. So there's just a lot of emotion, a lot of uncertainty, a lot of stress and questions you have going on in the middle of that. You're probably not asking yourself while you're stressed, you know, I wonder what my therapy goals are right now. (laughs) How can I be working toward those therapy goals in the midst of all this? Or when you come into therapy and what your therapy goals are is to work on your relationship with your spouse or whatever, your partner. And you're trying to own your own stuff. And it's like, okay, well, let's talk about what happened in your, in your relationship this week. And you're sitting there like with this job thing looming over going like, what now? Uh, what, what, what relationship? I, sorry, I wasn't listening. <laughs> I was thinking about this meeting that's going to happen, you know, later. 
or whatever, because <laughs> I'm just so distracted by it. So yeah, this question, and you said it also earlier, it's not just that we don't tend to think in this way. It's because there's a lot of stuff going on. It's also that most people tend to function more in terms of like problem solving. This is the situation. Who do I need to talk to? What do I need to do? There's a lot of like behavioral, logistical kinds of things that people usually spend most of their mental and emotional energy into, but it doesn't actually solve any of the problem. It might, there might be some of that that's important and helpful for you to navigate through. Obviously, you got to do something, you got to like navigate through it somehow. So, Let's talk about that a little bit for sure. But in the meantime, while you're going through it, the key thing about therapy and that as therapists that we want you to grow in and and we're trying to help you to know how to do this better is you got to focus on yourself. And the way that I presented this to a couple of people this week was and it wasn't that it wasn't that they had done something. It was like a situation outside of their control. Right. These kind of stressful things that life throws at you. You know, it's just going to happen, but it's based off of the foundational comment, which you're going to love this, Nathan. Yes, it links back to our swag shop. <laughs> We're going to put a, a shirt or hat up there. I love it. I love because it. Because we need this. Um, it's this phrase that we like to say often that you are the biggest problem in your life. You. It's not me. It's you. If it's your life, you're the problem. Right. <laughs> Other things may happen. Other people are certainly contributing to it. And you can stack those up and be like, yeah, those are big things. But then you put you in there. <laughs> it's like you're a way bigger contributor. And it's the same thing that's true for my life. I'm the biggest problem in my own life. So if that's the case, then we need to be looking at ourselves, like how we're thinking, how we're feeling, how we're navigating ourselves internally through situations like this. So the what do you need question is meant to direct our attention, not outward, but inward. Right. And so starting off that, that whole session. So now you're, you're not the therapist, you're the client, right? And you go in and you can actually, you can actually prompt the other side of the coin and you can say like, I think I need to talk about what I need today. Like, I don't know that it's going to be the same as it always is, you know, like type of a thing. When you're, when you're starting to understand a little bit of self-reflection, you pull yourself kind of out of the, whatever context that you're in and kind of reflect on it. And that's what I'm, I'm coming at like, so this is what happens in therapy a lot. I hear people will, they're driving to therapy and they'll be like, yeah, I was trying to think of what I was going to talk about today. Trying to think about, you know, like what was the main thing, you know? And so I'm talking about in that time, rather than thinking about what you want to talk about, try to get your, wrap your head around, what do you need? And I would advise you to go with your gut, whatever comes up. Uh, people hate that. Like I've, I've had clients go, I don't like it when you say that. Like, because it feels like you're making things up. It feels like whatever comes to mind is not actually real. And you don't necessarily necessarily uh, know the link or whatever. But I would encourage you um, to actually go with that. So even if you don't really know why you're thinking that way. Yeah, because here's the deal. There, the, Whatever you're going to talk about, it's not really the most important thing. Like that's the context. But how you're interpreting it or how you're thinking about it, how you're reacting or responding to it, the way it impacts you internally, how you feel about it, that's where the real gold mine is. And so you could be talking about really almost anything, right? It's whatever it is you're going to talk about. You'll find something that's relevant or something that's important to talk about. But the most important thing then is to ask yourself and to be investigating, okay, what's my thought process on this? Or why did I react that way? 
internally or externally? Why did I say or do whatever the thing is I said and did in that situation? That's really what we want to be examining in therapy. So this question, um, what do you need? I'm going to put a couple of different like mm-hmm. options out there so you have some ideas. Because inevitably, if you're listening, you might be like many of my clients. They're like, what do I need? Yeah. Tell me what I need. Hmm. <laughs> I don't know. What are some like like what do I need? I, what do I need from this? I, I need it to go away. I need it to stop. I need more money. You know, I need you to fix it. <laughs> yeah, exactly. And it's like, OK, that's not what we're talking about. What we're really talking about. Here are some some ideas that are, are good ideas that are really common ones. Um, and we'll kind of unpack these as we go. I'll, I'll lay them out there and we can unpack them. If there's been a lot that's been going on for some people, they need to talk through it. Nathan, this is probably you. You're a verbal processor, right? There's so no, much. Let me that's... think about that. I got to. <laughs> no, you don't need to think about it. You need to talk about it out loud. I was doing that. You need to process. Exactly. Like, so do you need to like say all the things that happen? Maybe partly so that you're like remembering things or partly so that you can get all the pieces together. Or maybe it's just that talking about it is like retelling the story and it's helping you feel better. I mean, that's an option. Do you need to talk about it? Kind of along those lines is like from the therapist's point of view is, do you just need to be heard? Do you need to be validated? Do you need some of your feelings to be seen and heard? Like there are some people out there that as they talk about what's going on, they don't really have anybody in their life that necessarily reflects back to them what they're going through. Maybe everybody else in their life is like, oh, that sucks. Or like, did you try this? Did you do this? Well, what did you is this because you did this other thing? And like, that's not really helpful. You don't need those things. Maybe you just need some emotional validation. Um, And then maybe there's another category here where maybe as this thing has happened or unfolded, you don't really understand why you reacted the way you did and you need some insight. Maybe you need some help from your therapist understanding why it is you had this thought or why this connection to something else in your life popped into your mind or why you had this particular kind of a feeling. Maybe you like reacted with rage and you're like, oh my God, why did I do that? What's that all about? Um, So you need some help exploring what that is. So those are kind of my main three. There might be some others or variations of that. Nathan, what do you think? Yeah, I think one of the questions that I ask when people come in, well, it's more of a statement. I'll say, all right, take me to your leader. You know, like as a kind of (laughs) (laughs) That's why I came here today. (laughs) Yeah. And um, so I think where that generally goes is pretty typical because we'll unpack it very much like the guidance thing. But I think what's sticking out to me is is a little bit different than what you're asking is that intuitive thing that I was talking about in the beginning where you're kind of following your gut. Something happened this week where one of my folks was like, well, because on the outside, we did this exercise and it was going the way it needed to go and it went exactly how it was supposed to go. They felt a lot of emotion. They had a lot of it on the outside. It appeared that they had a lot of movement, but they were moving a largely from their intuition. That's kind of the thing where they don't, she didn't totally know like exactly what, how to put things together. I bring this up because on, on the way out, she goes, well, at least you understand this. I'm like, okay, um, well, that's true. It doesn't matter that I understand it. It matters that you understand right, it. It's not my life. Right. So, right. <clears throat> yeah. So, but that's kind of that what we're talking about is coming in. It doesn't necessarily matter as much that the therapist understands it. It matters that you understand it. If you're not sure what you need and you're thinking, oh, Aaron's got some good ideas, 
and you might kind of like them. In other words, you might be, you might resonate with one of those, but you don't know why. And I would say, that's great. If you resonate with one, go with it, even though you don't know why, and make that the reason that you're trying to talk about what, like make that the goal or the focus of the, of at least the beginning part of the session. Cause there will be something there. Things tie together. It's like, if you think about it, what we do as people, as we think and we go through life, we automatically rule a bunch of things out in the connections of our mind and then make a statement. So when you're working off your intuition, it's like the in-between space. It'd be like, if I told you, um, hey, I just dropped my, dropped my daughter off in Arkansas for college. Yep, I did that. Okay. Well, now I was in Oregon. Well, there is a lot of towns between here and mm-hmm. Arkansas. And if I actually stop to think about that stuff, there's experiences that happen throughout that entire journey. It's almost like you can say in every state between here and Arkansas, there was a different experience you had. So if there were like 10 states that you went through, you know, overall there and back, you had 10 different mini micro experiences that have impacted you. Right. So that idea of like, how did you feel when you went to Arkansas? Like, oh, it was fine. Like. Okay. Meanwhile, there's like this flash in your head of like, all these things. And you're like, fine. Because like, how do you categorize all that? How do you capture all of that? Right. And if I go off my intuition and I say like, I don't know why, but I don't feel X, Y, I feel this way. And all I'm thinking about is like a desert, you know, and you get into it and realize like, well, you're talking about this in-between zone in between those two places that you don't know why it matters. And then as you start to think about that segment of road, all of a sudden, like it matters because like, you know, something like you almost hit a deer or like whatever. And I don't this, know. It was this scary. Is, this is why I think it's so important. You know, one of those options was, do you need to talk about it? Do you need to like tell the story of, you know, driving to Arkansas? Do you need to kind of recount what happened so that you can recapture or remember? Because maybe in the in the moment you were like doing what you needed to do. I don't want to say necessarily you were surviving it, right? Like it was a life-threatening situation, (laughs) but you were doing the things that needed to be done, making decisions, but you weren't necessarily paying attention to how it impacted you because maybe that wasn't the time or the place or whatever. But now that it's over, you need to tell the story and you need to just talk about what happened and identify like, oh, this happened. Oh yeah, I forgot about this. Oh, wow. That's why this trip was so exhausting or that's why this thing you know, uh, I slept for two days afterwards or whatever. It's because all these things happened. So maybe part of that is like, you need to talk about it and just, you know, um, tell the story and not necessarily if you're the therapist, what this means then is you need to not interrupt so much or not stop and unpack, unpack things. You kind of need to give more space for the client to just talk and share. Maybe you ask a few clarifying questions. This kind of rolls into that other one of like, Maybe you need to identify how you felt about each one of those. So when this happened, this happened, like, oh, what was that like for you? And by the way, notice that I'm not saying, how do you feel about that? That's kind of like the cheesy therapist phrase that, by the way, you can get away with asking that question in so many other ways besides how do you feel about that? And I think that's a better question anyway, to say something like, what was that like for you? Or, oh, wow, how did you experience that? Or, whoa, that's a that's a big thing. How did um, how did that impact you? And that's looking at your internal emotional world. Or what did you think about that when that happened? It's trying to ask about your thoughts. So this is kind of where you and the therapist might be not just unpacking what happened externally, 
but also what was happening for you internally when that was going on? Because that might be some of the blind spot or some of the part of the story that you don't really know. Like, why did I sleep for two days afterward? And then you start exploring some of the stuff in your head and in your heart of what you're thinking and feeling. And you're like, oh, no wonder, because I just had all these like memories. Like I was talking to this one guy and um, about something very similar to this. And he was talking about like, you know, somebody uh, there was like a loss of some kind. And it reminded him of some loss that he had experienced. And it brought up some of those feelings that weighed him down. Right. Which is funny. It brought up and then weighed him down. So I guess it balanced it out. <laughs> <Right>. <laughs> so he's fine afterward. Yeah. Um, no, but he he was exhausted. He was like emotionally exhausted after this experience because it brought up this heavy thing, right? And that might be confusing for you because you're not necessarily aware of the connection between those two things. But as you explore it, you might realize, oh, because it's connected to this other thing that I was feeling, no wonder I felt this way or no wonder I just wanted to retreat. Right, so as we head for home here, the biggest deal for you going into therapy, honestly, well, maybe not the biggest, um, depending on where, where your goals are, but it's going to be pretty much true across the board is, is to understand yourself, to feel like inside of you is organized. It's kind of like all tidy and you are predictable to yourself. And so let me just say <clears throat> the reason why this is so challenging is because things are always happening and you're always having new thoughts and new feelings about it that you might seem like, oh, I'm, I get it. I already know myself. But when new things happen to you, you don't necessarily know what you're thinking and feeling. So you now need to like reorganize. It's like people come into your house and they like mess it up. And, and you're like, okay, I got to reorganize again this week. Another session in therapy. Right. Well, I could, yeah, I'm tempted to go somewhere with that, but, but we're too close to home, Aaron. As we close, consider what do you need? And you could do that at actually any time, not even just in the therapy situation. Follow your gut, if nothing else. And therapy really is all about you. And so focus on yourself. Open yourself up. Have a, Have great, a great day. day. Thanks for listening to our show. Don't forget to head over to Apple Podcasts, Spotify, Stitcher, or wherever you get your podcast to leave us a review and subscribe to our podcast so you never miss an episode. You can also visit our website at www.shrinkthinkpodcast.com forward slash course and sign up for our free email course, Nine Ways to Overcome Fear and Self-Doubt. And you'll get nine weeks worth of customized practical strategies you can use to get past the fear that's holding you back in your life. Thanks again for listening. Thank you.